bow, super kicks. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> I, uh, Tula, I think it goes more like this. It goes. I hit the wrong. Bow. Wow. 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 It goes. Anyway, it's hard to sing that. Um, all right. What are we talking about? Oh, so here's the flip side of that match. Lime, duh. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Who gives a shit? Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Black, a.k.a. Donsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Mahalo, the future King of Iron Fist tournament winner and the future... And returning cow podcast champion, a.k.a. <laughs> Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. <laughs> Holy motherfucking shit. No more, Mr. Nice Jew. A.k.a. the modern day goof and spoof Haraja. Someone you idolize. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gubba, gubba, wee. Yeah, gabba gabba wee, gabba gabba wee, gabba 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 wee. Sasha Banks on your one-on-one drive-time radio Waikiki. Here we go. This girl, she's mine. And hop hop hum. She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, wee wee caliente uh, wrestling reactions. And uh, as uh, as this drops, I'm sure all the true Jabroniacs, members of the Facebook group, members of the Cow Discord, uh, members of the uh, 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 Cow followers of Cow Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, all of our socials, everywhere knows that I have entered myself into the King of Iron Fist tournament. Uh, I, I, I have skirted off to Waikiki, Hawaii, secretly, and I am now recording the podcast from there. Uh, I'm re- recording this podcast right now from the LaCroix Hotel in downtown Waikiki. And um, uh, yeah, let me tell you, I just want to let you know, I I, uh, I guess I apologize in a way for uh, being discreet about this. Uh, we got, I'll introduce them, but we have Newman and Tulo here on the podcast today. And Phil, the producer, always in the back, baby. And uh, listen, I kept this close to the chest and uh, I had to, had to do what I was going to do. And listen, it was tough for me because as you, for, for new listeners who don't know what's going on, Jason Shabiro. Uh, back in December, December 18th, 2020. Came to my house. First went to Tulo's house, stole the money in the bank briefcase, uh, which has a legal contract in it. 
It's a possession contract that if you have the, the contract, you get an immediate title shot at any time, any place. Stole that, flew over here on his way to Hawaii. Uh, he was post-breakup, and I was going to meet up with the guy even during the pandemic. Turns out I actually had COVID when this beatdown occurred. On his layover, stopped here. We were supposed to get some socially distanced in and out. Uh, he came over, beat me over the head with the cow money in the bank briefcase, uh, pinned me, took the title, and went off to Hawaii. Now, look, most of you already know that stuff, but people ask me what's going on, and I want to let you know, I, I've been taking kind of a beating on this podcast for people saying my lack of inaction. You know, people saying that I, uh, 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 my, or my, my, my lack of action, my inaction. Thank you, Newman, for the face. That did help. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm gonna, this, that's not going to be my first flub of this pod. I've been getting my ass kicked out here in fucking Hawaii. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, all year people will be like, yo, it's a responsible error. The title just sat. And, you know, I had to stick to my guns. I don't know what that's like, you guys, if you're in any kind of position of, uh, let's quote-unquote power, let's say, and everyone's got an opinion. And you have to stick to what you think is right. But you're going to always question it, you know? And it didn't feel right to me to go out and, and, and wrestle with a title when there's a pandemic going on. You know, especially early on. But at some point, you have to step up to the plate. And what Shebs did, I looked into it. And I safely got over to Hawaii here. Uh, had to get the special test. Had to get... Uh, license to come over. It's a whole thing. But now I'm here. And, uh, yeah, I'm entered into any all the haters out there. Anyone who said, oh, Dan Black, the boring champion, or Dan Black, oh, the title just sat there. Any of you guys, just to prove it to you guys, I have now entered into the King of Iron Fist tournament. Okay? Now, technically, Sheb's, and who could take this guy at his word because the guy's a fucking slime. You know what I mean? Technically, I could have got a title shot however I wanted. No. My point is to everyone out there, I will earn. I, everything I get, I earn. Okay? Sheb says he's the hardest worker on the Zoom. That's what he calls himself. That's all he is. Hiding behind a Zoom. Hiding behind a camera. Right? I, I, I'm the hardest worker in the fight. You know? And maybe that's not as flashy or sexy as a catchphrase. That's all that fucking... But all that matters is that I'm there. Hands up. Getting my ass kicked. I mean, so I'm in this King of Iron Fist tournament. For people who don't know, the winner of the tournament uh, gets a title shot WrestleMania weekend, which I believe I'm trying to get hammer out the details with uh, Glenn Stefani, the commissioner, the Hawaii State Commissioner. Figure out when this is, but I believe it'll be April 10th. So, well, I'll, I'll get more details on that by next week, but. I believe, I, I went through a bunch of rounds as Donnie Mahalo. I entered this tournament wearing this mask. You could see one of my fights where I had to expose myself uh, to Jason Shabiro to show, uh, show who I was because uh, I busted out the stunner, which people would say is a mistake. But I was up against Sal Eliazzo, who was on a fucking tear. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to waste I didn't want to, it, it was just time. You feel it. I felt it was time. 
I needed to. I, I'm beat up. I'm bruised. My ribs are killing me. As a matter of fact, guys, you want to see some of this stuff going on with me right now? Sure. Oh, yikes! That's gnarly. What's that from? That kendo stick again? That's worse. That looks like someone fucking cracked you. Did you get hit with a coconut? They hit yeah. my car. What? What? How, how did that it, happen? Dude, this was a kick. Damn. I don't even know these guys' names. Sometimes they don't even names. I just get what I just get a text one hour before a fight. I get a pin drop location on where these fights are being held. You know, and you show up. There's yeah, no pleasantries. You know what I mean? The furious this guy had to like look like he had like a one foot torso and six feet legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this guy's just swinging at me, swinging at me like Stretch Armstrong. I think I have, I think I have about three more rounds, okay, to uh, to get to the finals. Um, I think two more rounds to get to the finals. But then after that, I gotta face Shebs, and let me tell you, this guy is hooked up on this island. I mean, he wasn't messing around. Everybody knows the guy. Yeah. And uh, I don't have any friends out here, man. You know. And this is the toughest thing I've ever done. I could just sat back and commented about how cool all the booking is for wrestling and stuff, but uh, it's just not, you know, like with the title out there and what Shev's doing, it was weighing on all of us, man. You saw it. The morale of the community was 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 low. Low. You know what I mean? And uh, it's important for me to do this. So anyway, look, I know we got a we got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Here today, I know that because we are are are, uh, are in the uh, we're very deeply in the road to WrestleMania. This is our post fast lane. We got a lot of, of wrestling to talk about, but I'll just say this: if you want to support my endeavors here to Hawaii, I mean, doing this stuff is not cheap to come out here to enter the tournament. I had to bribe a couple people. You don't even, frankly, you don't even want to know right. what goes into all this stuff. If you want, like every a lot of interactions I got to make out here. Some people you see Hawaii, everyone's like, oh, it's a resort town. You know what I mean? Like, it's beautiful, sunshine, gorgeous, hiking, this and that. Hawaii is always going to be, you know, a place that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, the taste of, you know, metal, the taste of blood, mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, you know, everyone associates places the way, you know, with, by their experiences. And my experience here has been pretty rough, man. So if you want to support us, you go to patreon.com slash means wrestling. Support the endeavors here of uh that i'm going through and i appreciate that but yeah thank you for all your support everybody i'm asking for you guys you see videos of what i'm going through the way to support me repost share send to a friend everything you do uh retweet get the word out there you know we need to expose jebs for the fucking piece of shit that he is and get the word out about uh about what's going on here on cow so that we can uh so that when when people accost with the title and whatnot it's not even a question we got, we'll have, we'll get, we'll have private testing services, private flights, you know what I mean? Whatever we need to do to protect the cow title, you know? Anyway, last thing, if you sign up at patreon.com slash comedians wrestling, uh, if you sign up, the, the new cow stickers, which everyone has received, the Sting stickers, uh, but by the way, by, by the artist who made that, she also made the cow title uh, art from the hoodies, is uh, Angela Zhang. She's incredible. Um, she's an artist who helped me out, but does not. This is a working, incredible artist. Does not need to be doing stuff for us, but does it. Uh, so give her a follow on Instagram. Check out her shit. She's incredible. 
Uh, but those stickers are limited time, by the way. I have a very limited amount of them. They're big, expensive stickers, frankly. Sick. So sign up at any level. Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling. Any level, you get the sticker while the supplies last. Do it now. If you love what you're listening to this podcast every week, you dig what we're doing, frankly, you should be a patron. Patreon.com. Because you also get access to our Discord, which is a good time. Uh, you get a lot of benefits. And many would argue too much benefits. All right, anyway. Um, let's talk about wrestling. I, I mean... So this has been my only escape from this tournament. Like I come home, bruised and battered to the Lacroix Hotel, cozy up with <laughs> Is that a, a real thing. Lacroix, like do they? La- are you, the Lacroix, Lacroix Hotel? Hotel? Yeah, Google that, it, bro. Is it? That's where you're Google staying. It. That's amazing. I'm staying at the Lacroix Hotel. Yeah. The do La- they have Lacroix there? Yeah. What? The Lacroix company owns it. Yeah. I was in touch with them. It's, frankly, it's my safe haven. It's the only place I feel safe. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like I a mean, uh, like an embassy. We see what happens to you when you drink a, uh, yeah. a lime LaCroix in, in the heat of battle. Um, I don't have the bell. We got to do the virtual bell here on the soundboard but we'll, nice. like to get into the wrestling. But I'm pretty fucking excited to talk about the stuff that I was watching. Um, all right. So anyway, by the way, I, I did introduce them, but Nasty Newman in the house. How about it? And uh, 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 the, the supermarket, the architect, uh, Mr. Nick Tula. What is up? Yo, 524 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy. Okay. Good tell, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I don't know exactly where to begin, but I'm going to start somewhere that's not the Bray costume. We're going to start the Bray costume second. Okay. Uh, what I want to talk about is the thing, and I try to do this on the pod, is like, what's the thing sticking in my head? You know what I mean? It might not be the top book thing. But this is pretty high up. It is the main event. But I want to talk about Fastlane for a second and the main event of Fastlane. I'm curious where you guys are at on this. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns was the main event of Fastlane, right? Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan has this unbelievable ability to have great wrestling matches. It's kind of as simple as that. You know what I mean? Because that match started, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this match? I, I really don't care about this match at all. It's clearly a, a placeholder match. Uh, on You know, and that's why they got Edge out here as the special enforcer. Which, by the way, is hilarious. A, 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 an enforcer, when the crowd is virtual, is even funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you, if you're standing there, you're kind of like, yo, there's a whole, there's like 20,000 people here. So, like, right. it doesn't help to have an extra hand around, you know? He's like reaching over, <laughs> turning off screens, like, all right, you're Yeah, done. he's like, this guy, this guy, this guy. Get him out of here, click. <laughs> he's ejecting people virtually. <laughs> he's got a keyboard, you know? But Edge was just walking around like an idiot for like 25 minutes of this match. Yeah. But anyway, I love on the, it. On the verge of a roid rage fit. Yeah. I know, he's so roided out. Yeah. He's so roided, his like cheekbones are about to like pop through his cheek like demon horns. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> looks like somebody stretched skin over a predator helmet. Yeah. And by the way, he looks awesome is what I mean to say. Yeah. It is hilarious while I was watching. I was thinking about how like I used to think Edge was so little. I was like, this guy's so small to be the champion. Now he's huge. <laughs> compared, compared to the main roster, now Edge is like a giant. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, but my point, this is not even the point. The point is, is that I was like, it's a holdover match. But Daniel Bryan, like, watch this match. I'm like, this guy really is so talented at wrestling. Like, yeah. halfway through the match, I was like, 
captivated. I was like, this guy just goes. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is because he doesn't have like one move I love. I hated his gear. Like his gear. Like his. I hate you guys. Know I hate Seahawks. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Like without the foofy boots, without the goat, the 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 looking like a goat. You know, without the the hair and the and the and the facial hair. But he really just is. He ha- he just gets it in a way where I'm like, man, I'm vested in this match. Right? Did you guys feel that? Yeah, I think he has got gears. Like he goes, he shifts into gears. You know, he's got yeah, a unique way of building a match nicely. And then when you think he doesn't have another gear, he finds it. You know, and right. like, and I think also is these guys coming back from these injuries, man. Every move could be their last. So when I'm watching this guy wrestle, I'm always like, <laughs> it's like crazy to think, but like. Man, ooh, that was a big bump. Like he probably shouldn't be taking this bump if he's, you know. And it's 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 he's just mesmerizing. I always forget about that. I've totally forgotten about Daniel Bryan's neck situation. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, yeah. The only thing, the only reason I noticed is that he doesn't do. He used to do like really stupid flips to the outside. He used to do like a lot of really ugly jumps to the outside that you're like, oh, this I guy's did, nuts. I would almost go as far to say is that Roman really. And him have insane chemistry, man. And Roman wrestling right now is wild because he's bumping and selling as a heel now. So now we're seeing all these new fate. Dude, he took like a fuck something from Brian. And he like, oh, it was a drop kick. And he popped up and he was like grabbing his jaw. And I'm like, yeah. Man, these guys are telling a fucking story, and it's art, you know. Well, that's what it is. Like you, like you mentioned, the building of the of the match and how he finds these gears. Like I know that um, he he's sort of. I've heard from a few different people that Daniel Bryan, and I said this in the Calzium Thunderdome, but Daniel Bryan is the one. Which was a lot of fun, by the way. Shout out to everybody. Show that. Yo, by the way, I didn't mention that, but sorry, I missed the Calzium Thunderdome. I was in the. Uh... Yeah. I had I was recovering from uh, I was getting beat down pretty I, that was one of my tougher anyway um it's fine we know you, you, we know it's fine uh but like the uh he booked like for instance his that match against Brock Lesnar um a couple years ago that was like an amazing match Bra- uh, Brian was the oh, one it's who, a Survivor Series match yeah 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 Brian was the one who plotted that whole thing out and mm-hmm. Lesnar just did what he he told he was the mm-hmm. one in tra- he produced that match basically. Uh, and I have to assume he did the same thing here, but that's what he he's has such a good uh, skill set around the storytelling of this and the theater of like we're gonna tell a story through this fight that yeah he can he can just he can put on a program with anybody yeah he, he, so I I totally agree so here's the uh, I I we, so we all agree that match was dope right yeah it was yeah. a great main event like it was a great time. Um, it was a little unclear when Edge came in and started doing the pin. They're like, oh, you, just so you know, the special enforcer can also do pins, right? You're like, oh, okay, all right, oh, yeah, okay, It's all like right. kids playing when they're like, I can fly. Oh, and also, I can I can time yeah. travel. And like, also, I can... Like, at least just take the shirt off the ref. Like, at least, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, just put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but... By the yeah. way, great ref bump, too. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Also, he rolled. He did so much rolling that ref. Oh, yo, he <laughs> ate that thing, man. Yeah. So, so in the WWE, the referee official duties transfer in the same yeah. way as the Santa Claus uh, does, where like if you get Santa Claus's suit and put it on, you're Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, if, exactly. If you get the ref's shirt and put it on, they've now the duties yeah, have now transferred. The, to the you. ref, the job of ref in wrestling is probably one of the most unique job descriptions 
You know, imagine reading a listing of what it is. It's like, right. you're the referee for a match. Now, that also entails you might get hit. <laughs> you, know, you, yeah. get it. you also have to, like, the boss is going to be in your ear telling the guys what moves. Like, it's such a, it's, it's, I was like, it's such a specific job. Uh, 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 well, uh, really, I mean, in reality, in non-kayfabe, it's yeah. you're they're a like um, assistant director. You're like a stage. You're like a stage, a stage director, tr- yeah, right? Yeah. Like, what's it called? The, like the guy who's in backstage in Broadway or whatever. This is like a stage guy. Um, stage hand. It's like I want to say stage hand, but no, like, that's who I'm, like builds the sets and shit. I'm talking about yeah. the one who has a podium in the back. You know, there's like sometimes a guy with a podium in the back. Right. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's the backstage manager or something like that, right. you know? Anyway, like, they have an earpiece to the actual director. Anyway, okay. If we had Skyler here, that would have been very helpful. <laughs> um, but, okay, so, who, by the way, Skyler Aston gave me gave me a bump on the bump. So yeah, you guys did. see that? Um, sure did. Absolutely. I was. Re- I had a lot of pride in that. I was like, it was really felt really good to facilitate facilitate. A, su- uh, a super kick for someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should start your own like edible arrangements. Absolutely, yeah. kind of like a, a male uh, madam of super kicks. Male order super kicks. <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm like, a, I'm for like your next a, super kick party. Order what? super kicks from Dan Black Super Kicks Emporium. <laughs> well, yo, what's the uh, what's the what's? I'm like a pimp. I'm like a super kick. Pimp. You're a super kick pimp. <laughs> Yo, you trying to get kicked? You're smacking people's feet around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're the godfather of super kicks. Yeah, fuck, I'm the Heidi Fleiss of bow, super kicks. Bow, uh, bow, uh, bow, uh, bow. Heidi Fleiss. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> I, uh, Tula, I think it goes more like this. It goes, I hit the wrong. Bow, wow, 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 wow. It goes, wow, bow, wow. <laughs> anyway, it's hard to sing that. Um, all right, what are we talking about? Oh, so here's the flip side of that match. It was a good time. Good yeah. match. No, nothing to say. Daniel Bryan impressed me. And um uh he, he does he constantly does that. It's like mm-hmm. it's kind of amazing that he does that because he stinks right now. Like he's he's so vanilla right now, I think. Yeah. But like he like he also it's he's also in that confusing zone of like his shirts still have eco friendly stuff on it. He's still doing the yes stuff. It's yeah. it's kinda like undefined in a way. It's not it's not bad, it's just not my style. Like I like a clearer character. But um uh but then the other side of it Okay, so let's talk about the fallout of this match. He tapped out Roman Reigns. Now, I know he didn't get the pin or whatever. He tapped out Roman Reigns. The win. I think it was earned, though. It was earned, but that means... I don't I don't care if Roman Reigns taps, because I'd be That's a hypocrite, because sick. I said it's a big problem that there's no one who can re- on Roman Reigns' level. So they need to start getting right. guys up to Roman Reigns' level, or else... Because w- what happens here? He wrestles, he wrestles Edge, beats Edge, then there's no competition for Roman Reigns. So elevating Daniel Bryan in the process, I see why they're doing it. It's smart. But ultimately, do I want a triple threat match between those guys? The answer to me is a definitive no. Yeah. I mean, Edge Roman is such a better match for Mania. Like shoehorning Daniel Bryan. Like Edge won the Royal Rumble, you know? He won the Royal Rumble. He came back. That's the story. You have the spear versus spear. To shoehorn Daniel Bryan in there to me, it's just, it, it, you know, and, and as someone who appreciates what Edge has done here, I don't like it. And I, it doesn't mean it's necessarily, necessarily going to happen so that I don't mind building up Daniel Bryan going forward. And maybe you give Daniel Bryan Jey Uso at Mania in some kind well, of 
it also adds the layer, you know. That's yeah, what yeah. I would put. I would put Daniel Bryan and, and Jay Uso in a Hell in a Cell at Mania. <laughs> That's what I would do. I mean, how yeah, good is Jay Uso? He also got to wrestle fucking Edge on Friday, which was a very good match too. It was great. I, I also Jay just Uso. love that we you know you're going to see Spears. It's just fun. Like mm-hmm. Edge, Edge and Roman, you know, one's going to spear the other one night. It's fun. <laughs> All right, what, what were you going to say, Newman? You were going to say something. I think I interrupted you. No. About the tri- so the question to you guys is I'll, oh, I'll I was going to say I, does I, this I, triple threat interest you? Yeah, actually, just right. because I'm not a huge, I mean, here's the thing: I'm not a huge Edge Mark. I'm not a huge Daniel Bryan Mark. Uh, Roman Reigns is one of my guys. You think you know me? Watch out! Look behind you, bro. Look behind you, bro. Oh, never mind. It's your cat. All right, sorry about that. Uh, to spear you, but he's just. We've been gonna... playing a lot of fucking scary games. You can't <laughs> be doing just... that to us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's offing uh, catnip. Right, I, uh, yeah, no, I mean, but I, but the combination of the three is enough for me to be interested. You know, like, cumulatively speaking, my my interest is peaked. I okay. think. Uh, I think. I think. Well. Let's go back to your point, Dan, right? It's about you 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 loved how Daniel Bryan can perform, right? And I think it gets us to get more out of that match with both of them doing less, you know? So, like, you're going to get edge spots, less, you know, they'll be able to fill in spots and make the match more interesting without having to overwork edge for a 20-minute Mania match. Now they can go a full 20, 25 all three of them, you know, we probably would yeah. have only got like a 15 minute match, which probably would deliver. But now you can really let this go as your main event. They can work more spots. Yeah. You can also get Roman to lose without eating a pin or well, tapping I, out. I actually think that's why they're doing it, to be honest. I think they're going to have Edge win by pinning Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. And then you go for Edge Roman at SummerSlam. They just want to milk it more and give Edge a title run. Uh, which I wouldn't hate. I, I I just want Edge to be the champion. I I I just think like why not? I think it'll be a fun time. Yeah. And, is there know? anybody else on the roster? Like, there's a couple wrestlers. They have like a couple wrestlers. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> do you mean that what that could wrestle Roman? That would be yeah. Like, because I'm thinking like, okay, you had to bring Edge back from the dead. You had to. You have Daniel Bryan, who's arguably had already had a couple of moments, right, yeah. of being built up. Like, is there anybody else that like that like pops into your head as far as like who could be against the, Roman? What are you saying, Roman? You mean post Mania Roman? Yeah, that's who you mean. Yeah. Uh, well, Seth, we haven't really seen the Seth feud yet. True. Like, that's like the big. That's the big. That's the big feud. Um, uh, Man, Seth Roman. We'll see Fucking where that is. I mean, Seth's in this drip mode right now. It's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty fun. You know what we discovered? He has a stylist. Like, so you I found that out from a friend or something? Or? No, we were we were when he Susables, uh Susan Lloyd. Like, yeah. we were uh, watching whatever, I guess Fastlane or Raw, and then we like discovered it. He has a stylist, and it was started as Becky's stylist, and then he just started using his name is King Troy. Uh, what does a stylist and, do? They buy your clothes. Pick out your outfits. Stylists are... I'm sure that you're in the right right fits and stuff. I would sure love to have a stylist at some point in my life. Like People can't figure um, this out on their own? No, 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 no. What a stylist does is, and I see from Jamie having a stylist, is like, they'll come over and, like, they'll just come over get, with a rack of shit. You try it on, you're like, yo, this looks dope, this looks dope, this, mm-hmm. that's cool. And they're like, all right, you like that? All right, I get, I get your vibe, I got your vibe. All right, I'll come back with some more stuff. 
And then you're like, oh shit, I look awesome because I would never tailored. thought to rock this. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You get, you get a tailor to fit you perfectly. Like, if you look at Seth, he's in a really good fitting fitting suits now. Even though well, the, you see Seth, is, his clothing's on another level than like yeah. a Kenny and, and the other guys because there's only so much you can do on your own. And not only that, another thing about stylists is that they have access to clothes that you don't have access to also because they have, like, deals with... Mm-hmm. Secret like, back room. <laughs> like, what is nope. this? Because if you're a stylist... So the whole thing is, like, stylists build up clout. Oh, listen, I live in fucking L.A. You know you know the deal. Like, like stylists build up clout with, like, designers and shit, and then they give them stuff, and, 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 and so you, you kind of, like... It's just not, like, store stuff. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, didn't I mean, it is store either, stuff. We, 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 like, literally every time Seth comes out in a suit, we look it up and we find it, like, live on No, it's not on store street. stuff. It's not store stuff. It <laughs> is. It, dude, it's. Do you have to go to school to be a stylist? There's a difference between. Yeah. There's a oh, difference. Yeah. There's a difference. Sorry, guys. I got kicked in the throat. I got kicked in the throat. No, there's a difference between stylist and wardrobe, right? So, like, wardrobe, a lot of wardrobe shit and, like, for stuff that's, like, cheaper level, <laughs> lower level, wardrobe is all. All like Zara's H and M, right? Like all the stores that's like cheap but looks great on camera, you know? Like all that clothes looks amazing, but literally the second you're done shooting, you you're like, all right, cool, and then <laughs> yeah. break. You know what I mean? But yeah, the, stylist right. is gonna make is gonna give you a wardrobe that's custom fitted to you and your style. Like, and it's gonna be every all your dimensions and all your measurements and everything like that are gonna be factored into that. You get them, and then like. You know, oh, this is what we're going for. Okay, and then we're gonna do that and put you on. Like, obviously, Seth has a stylist. Like, he can't do that. Like, he's he's having them pick him out. But, <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I just don't. I, that, I mean, I, look at his suit. It was in a cow. I, it was like I a cow print camo. I understand the concept. I understand intellectually the like the <laughs> what a stylist does. I just am shocked that people can't figure that out on their own. Actually, I'm not shocked. I'm dismayed. I mean, they're wrestlers. People can't. Did you see the pinnacle? Did you see what the pinnacle looked like? I mean, they were all not not a single guy was in a good fitting suit. If they would have had a stylist, <laughs> they would have had them all pick out suits, get it properly tailored. Ill-fitting wrestling suits. Ill-fitting suits is part of wrestling. Okay, bro, no. those guys were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go shirts, no ties. You guys got suits? Yeah, we got suits." And they just went into their closet and pulled men's something warehouse. Like, Yo, what was the last time those guys wore suits? That's a crazy WWE shit about, Hall like, of Fame. That like the crazy shit is like when you wear something that fits right, it's like it, you as you know as uh, notoriously I'm the man who's wearing stuff that doesn't fit right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's just keep that in mind. I'm not uh, coming from a place. I'm not coming from the high ground or anything. But I I I, I uh, <laughs> yeah. Like you do see Seth, and you're like, this guy is on another level. And Miz is a guy who's on another level wardrobe mm-hmm. wise. These are guys now who are not dressing themselves. And right. and to be honest, you can do it yourself, obviously. But it takes a it's it's almost it's full time to like if you're going to have a fresh awesome look every week yeah. you know that's exactly. okay okay yes that the frequency of it i think would necessitate a professional yeah like yes. like like newman if you had to like dress yourself for like your wedding or something you had like 6 months to plan then you don't need a stylist you like go around shopping and find right. the dopest thing and put it all together you know so this is rich people stuff yes okay but also, yeah. it's Hollywood stuff. Like, if you are, like, they'll 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 send they'll, they'll, like you'll be in the budget of stuff. So that's what I'm saying. So like, right. I, my friends who are like just comedians, right? Like, will be in something and they send them a stylist and they're like, oh shit, I look awesome. You ever it's, watch it's, Queer it's, Eye? It's, you ever watch Queer Eye? Tan. 
I mean, right, you haven't tan, watched it. Exactly. It's tan. I mean, we so, spent a lot it. of time. Tan is always, but it's like <laughs> to me that job. Stylist dead end. Stylist dead end. Stylist dead end. Twenty minutes on the concept of a stylist. <laughs> what a pun. All we gotta do is say tan. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we could talk about like I actually thought that match. Would Would you guys say that was a four star match there? Mm. Uh, I thought the first? storytelling from start to finish was just top did notch. You guys, did you guys what see Meltzer fun? gave uh, Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa 4.75 stars? Is that what he really gave it, or are you just kidding? No, he really did. He couldn't <laughs> give it five. <laughs> he couldn't give them five for that? No, yeah, it's the he second highest women's. Five stars? Yeah, yeah, Becky and Charlotte's the only other match that he rated that. Like out. seven stars for yeah. matches. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's a jabroni. Because it has women in it, so he can't do yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, imagine, yeah, can forbid. you imagine ranking matches with stars? What a yeah. life! Uh, oh, I mean, stars. whatever. I don't know. That's diminishing what he does. I'm sure what he does is cool. It's just it's so not what I, my deal. It's impossible to diminish any further what he does. Uh, <laughs> Phil's deeming this the stylist dead end. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. What, uh, what Dave Meltzer does in his contribution is subatomic. Is how you cannot diminish it any further. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that'll. I think that I'm gonna. I'm gonna add that into the stylist dead end. All right. So listen, thanks. So yeah, is that? I'm. I'm not. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. I'll move on from this. If it is a triple threat, I know the match is gonna be sick. Yeah. You know, like Daniel Bryan, Edge, Roman, great. I just. I. 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 I'm a little. We're not. We're. The Edge, Roman story, has been. Slowed. By this fast lane pay per view, so they might have no other choice but to work the Daniel Bryan to get. Because if you think about, I, I think it's just hundred percent happening. Because Reigns beat the shit out of both of them. Uh, Edge beat the shit out of both of them. Why would he do that, right? You know, yeah, just like logistically, like it doesn't make any sense. It's McMahon's like, razor, right? You know, he lost the match. Brian Daniel Bryan lost the match. I know he made him tap, but he he didn't win the match, so he's not. He has no real reason other than grudge to be added into this right. triple threat. Now, can we talk about the sloppiness of this? Of this, I mean, we do it every year, so it's almost like whatever. It's what we expect. Um, but the forget about the actual booking because some of the the card is not terrible. No, it's you not. know the card I could get behind. Let's just talk about the storytelling and the laziness of telling these stories. Like, yeah, and 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 to be honest, saying that they're lazily told stories implies that they are stories. They're not stories. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like just like here's this match is happening. Like you had the Bad Bunny and Rhea Ripley segments, right? Which were this this week essentially the same segment. Yep. Where it's like I show up and then I challenge you and you accept, right? Mm -hmm. It was this uh, this end also Peyton it, Roy. It's all you have to do is ask for a match and that's what you get. Like that's what Raw that, told this week. Right. Because if you ask instead of right, you'll get right. Yeah. Instead of just having it be. Like something happens and Adam Pierce has to deem it, or like, or and fine. Sometimes you ask for it, it happens, and you say it was commissioned, but it's like it feels so lazy, right? Yeah, it's like crazy, man. It's and like really they're putting weird. together an event, it's gonna have like a hundred thousand people at it. Like, and not what? just that, yeah. and not just that. They did the previous week was AJ and Omos coming out and saying we want to match at WrestleMania, and they're like, okay, we accept. So they've done it. Multiple times. And yeah. also the Drew match was kind of just booked out of nowhere. They just said, oh, yeah, Drew versus Bobby at Mania. Like, exactly. the whole Raw card is just thrown together, and, and we're just going to do it. AEW is, is smoking them is yeah. like with, with just, like, vesting in their characters well, and their story. But 
that that being said, this is just how they kind of do mania now. I think it's it's just I just kind of accept it. You know? Well, I would say if you look at the SmackDown side though, there's m- way more like I mean, they have both Rumble winners on SmackDown, right? Right. Uh you have Apollo and Big E's been telling a story. The tag team title scene is actually pretty good. The women's match is Bianca and Sasha. That's been going on because yeah. of everything. So it's like you have one brand that's oh, okay, this makes sense. All this is lining up the right way. But then you have Raw and you're like I mean, <laughs> what's going on? It's just it's just it's it, very there interesting. is a there is it is true. You've been making this point for a while. It is true. Like the 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 the, the, the raw <laughs> the, the raw versus SmackDown in terms of how they're being handled is just it's significantly sloppier. It's um, crazy. Now that being said, let's take a step back. Uh, these matches aren't bad. That's the thing. The, I know. Mat, like like Oscar Rhea Ripley is a cool mate. Is a that's Fuck a cool yeah. match. My my beef with this is, I think Rhea Ripley's fully in her zone now. I mean, if you think about when I was criticizing Rhea Ripley till now, the mm-hmm. the amount of fine tuning she's done to even just her look alone, mm-hmm. where now she has they call her the nightmare, and then you see her and you're like, she looks like a nightmare. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 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 like with the eyebrow and just the hair like gelled all the way down. It reminds me of like when Punk kind of like figured his. His lookout, you know, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, and so I think Rhea in her zone and like go in there and Rhea should just beat Asuka. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks because Asuka really hasn't had a feud or a match that yeah, has but mattered Asuka's since. had a whole career. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it sucks just because I wish they would have taken the time to build up Asuka right. as this like this empress of tomorrow you're not ready for oscar versus the nightmare rhea ripley we're only going to get that over the next two weeks when it should have been building this whole entire sure. time Asuka i, I agree been but winning, oscar winning, has winning. been booked pretty strong she, she hasn't though she's been booked pretty strong not but rec- it's been sloppy like, of recent times like i mean man come on i mean they sort of take it for granted that she's oscar they yeah yeah i guess yo <laughs> you know what i'm starting to not dig Small thing, yeah. Starting to really bother me when I can see your sneakers when you're wrestling. Like mm. Oscar straight up rocks like sneakers, Nikes. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just her. Daniel Bryan also like his his kick pad, oh, like the, the kick pad like and the sneakers. Adidas, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you can still wear those. It probably is not that hard to to black that stuff out, right? I guess no one cares except me about this shit. Well, I think it's also it also depends on. I guess, like, what you want, like, in your style and stuff, too, you know? Sure, but you look a million times better when you wear, like, if you think about, look at Randy, right? Why do I always go to Randy? You look at Randy, you're like, he wears snakeskin boots. Like, wrestling boots that are out of the, like, a viper that he fucking killed. You You don't like it because it's the kick pads. Like, the kick pads pads are, are whack. the kick pads connect to the sneakers. And it doesn't make any sense. You know? I'm not a kick pad guy anymore. I, 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 the kick pads rub me the wrong way. That being said, I do think kick pads are uh, are definitely a look that looks good on some people. Mm-hmm. I'm Finn just Balor. saying. What? Finn Balor. Finn Balor looks like a fucking million dollars. Yeah. That guy's so hot. I mean. <laughs> I like that butt. <laughs> Yo, Finn Balor. Oops. Uh, Finn Balor. Oops. I said this on the last pod, I think. I, I was talking to Tulo. I was kind of delirious at a fight that day. But so, like, in my, I, I said his eye zone yeah. is starting to look like that cracked out, low body fat, no sleep, like, yeah. comic book. You know, when it's like, like, they do a one yeah. panel that's like, 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very Frank Miller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Frank Miller shit. And his eyes I think are dark. He also, I actually think he also has some kind of like lazy eye thing going because at the end of that yeah. uh, match, he like you could tell like I don't know if it was if he's has an injury, maybe a broken orb orbital. I don't I don't remember, but like you could tell like one eye was like I have it actually. It, it's a like a lazy eye, I guess. And you just he was like I'm like wow, this guy is really like even worse than. <laughs> I mean, he also looks like he's high as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah. I mean, his eyes are always red, like on the verge of tears. Can he just come? So can dry. he just pull up on a motorcycle? Like, I mean, that's all he needs, right? right? Imagine if he just flipped up the fucking thing, took the helmet off. Like, I mean, most wrestlers would improve by no less than eighty percent if they pulled up on a motorcycle, smoking a cig, all blacked out. Ninja. Yo, guys, did yeah. we just take a hot guy detour? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Like we're, trying to make, detour. we're trying to rebrand Do we have a sound Finn effect for the Hawkeye detour? <laughs> yeah. Probably not. It's the, it's the Austin Powers. It's the Austin Powers uh, theme song. <laughs> I'm going to find some of the Hawkeye detour. Um, but, um... Should be this, if you this think is I'm a Hawkeye detour right story. here. <laughs> yeah, the Hawkeye Oof. detour. I just, you know, literally I mean, like... I mean, you again. mentioned Finn Balor and I had to just talk about how hot he is. I mean, um, if you're gonna play that music, you want to talk about how fucking hot and bothered you got by Drew, Drew McIntyre okay. being in face paint. <laughs> so it's it's in my notes, obviously. Um, yeah. And, all right. Well, and we'll get to the Bray costume soon. But yeah. Well, well. So a lot of these matches are booked. We're just to finish up the Ripley Oscar thing. Yeah. Ripley's as cooked as she's gonna be. Just just put the rocket on her, right? Like yeah, that's what Foley was saying. Like I think everyone agrees. Um, and then. The uh, and then yeah, figure out what to do, figure out what to do with Oscar. They always do Tula. What I was saying to you is that Oscar's booked pretty strong in the in the in the scope of the women's division. But right. yes, she does have this constant like start and stop. Like coming into mm. last Mania, I think we didn't even know if she was gonna have a fight or, or something. Wasn't she the champion coming in? And then it was like, is she gonna have a match? Yeah, it was ver was no, it was Becky. No, 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 no. Coming into last Mania, Becky. Oscar, I think Oscar lost the title like last second to to Charlotte. Maybe I don't know. No, she didn't have it because she won Money in the Bank, and then became the Raw champ. I don't remember what I'm talking about, but there's a couple of moments where Oscar's like, you're like, th there's this thing where she's the champion, but they're not putting any focus on her. It's happened yeah. a couple times. Anyway, um, but yeah, so that 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 real Ripley match would be good. Charlotte. Diagnosed with COVID nineteen, by the way. By, say, Rhea Rick, by Rhea Ripley too. What a fucking line to have to drop in your opening promo to announce that Charlotte has COVID. Did you even realize that? Like that was wait, in Ripley Rhea's promo. Yeah, she's like she's out with. First of all, kudos to her because you could tell she was forgot her lines. You know she was trying to find it, Rhea? and she and she yeah, and she slow built up, and then she's like Charlotte's not here, cause. Yeah, because she has COVID. <laughs> I was it's like, not Whoa! her fault. Triple H doesn't get these guys ready for what main roster entails, so it's not her fault. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. I knew I saw what was going. I felt so bad for her, and then she, but they they made her announce that Charlotte has COVID. Well, come on, like of all things to fucking give on your opening promo on Raw, like God, dude. I know. Well, we're in the zone now with something. COVID. I mean, and this is this is yeah. a shitty way to look at it, but it, like, not only is it like nerve wracking to have to announce that. But also then... I mean, I announced it on the pod, by the way. I read my results live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know. <laughs> but doesn't that then, psychologically, garner sympathy for her opponent? 
from the people she's appealing to with her promo. Yeah, I got it. Misstep, right? Yeah. Misstep. Yeah, I think the weird thing about COVID, if you want to just get into it, is that COVID means different things to different people. Right. Some people see COVID as like a potential uh, lethal virus, which is what it is. (laughs) And then some people look at the stats of like, your odds are you're going to be fine. And frankly, they're both right. It just depends on which way you approach it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, so, if so, if what? if you want to, you know, if you want to say that it is a disease that is ten times deadlier than the flu, is uh, your that your odds are good, then yeah, but. right. And then and then you could also approach it as the flu is not that deadly for people in her age range. I'm just saying mm-hmm. you could see it however you want to see it. And I think that's what's going on is that the sensitivity levels are all over the place on COVID is what I'm saying. Right. Well, the crazy Which thing about a lot that from Trump, if you want to get into it, but like, you know what I mean? Like the, 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 or forget about blaming it on Trump. It's just the, the switch administration. You know what I mean? Like, it's, right. yeah, anyway. So, so I do think about it's it. weird when it comes to writing. Like when you're, I think it's, I have friends who are like, is this, they message me like, can I tweet this? You know what I mean? Because people don't really know where the where the lines are for that stuff. Yeah. It, well, also because she got uh, caught in the whole Andrade thing too. So people are like, oh, we're hearing Charlotte's off the card, and people are starting to say, well, it's probably had something to do with Andrade. So all these rumors swirling, and then it's like, oh no, she's off because yeah, she has COVID. It's like, all right, so like you know, it's like right. crazy. Like, well, that that, that you had to be such a mark to think that. Charlotte was going to stand up to WWE. Do you guys know how this thing works? I mean, how much more do we have to see? Like, Charlotte didn't say shit to Vince about Andrade. Trust me. I mean, I would well, she, she might have helped him. She might have helped him get out because he they waived his no compete clause. So yes, maybe that, maybe yeah. that. But she never was like, I'm threatening my career at all. There's no yeah. chance. And, 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 and that's just not how that company works. Now, also, Andrade immediate AEW buy or no? I think he's going NJPW. Yeah, back to Japan? Yeah. Hmm. New Japan's a very sexy place to go, I think, for wrestlers right now. But I mean, I, I would think... love to see him in AEW because he got Zelina, too, so he could fucking... Is Zelina in AEW yet? Well, no, she's a free agent, though. They're both ready to go now. I mean, I would obviously love to see him in AEW over mm-hmm. NJPW because AEW is easier to watch. Yes, yeah. um, selfish reasons but that I would want to. I did also hear in the dirts, but a long time ago, that he wanted to go back to Japan. And there's also they're also already teasing that like Osprey and Cobb have a stable, and they're teasing somebody like another foreign like yeah. person to come in, and they're talking about it possibly being him. Oh, that would be so cool. Right, yeah. What's going on with New Japan's relationship with AEW? Is it not it's, not much? Right, it's just kind of oh no, like yeah, it's, it's one and guns. I think it's that Forbidden Door is open, so I think they're waiting to do this stuff with Impact. They're waiting to move to on live. to the New Japan story storytelling yeah. because they got Rebellion coming up. Kenny was just on Impact this week again right. and fucking killed it. Like so, once that goes, they sent the Impact titles over to with with Finjuice like yeah, over to that. Japan. So I think it's all just gonna. Once that this rebellion, once Kenny fucking kills Rich Swan and takes the titles, it's uh, get ready because <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be it's gonna be wild. Um, okay, so um, yeah, let's talk about Drew face paint. I mean, I don't have much to say other than just like this guy is a main event dude. He has a look that is belongs walking down a ramp 
of a mania main event. He's got it all, right? He's got he's really does have it all. Um, his finisher's sick. The only thing he hasn't had is this crowd to help him. You know, yeah. his whole title run has had no crowd. Well, you know? I mean he's I mean, probably he beat gonna be Brock Lesnar, you know? It's a huge deal. You know, honestly, <laughs> that's probably why they made him drop the title so he can win it back at Mania. And give he's him definitely the getting the. He's definitely beating. He's gonna Lashley. get the entrance, right? He's gonna get the win, probably. I mean, yeah, it's it's so just so wild that the the paintbrush that he was using to paint his face was like an actual paintbrush. Yeah, I know that I was mean, so like, funny, <laughs> but that that just shows you legit, just like down yeah. the beard onto the neck too. No regard for anything, just coloring I mean, outside the lines. Their, this is a billion dollar publicly traded company. Gold does painted his face for four. Well, I mean, that's di- it's different, you know. Like he, that's something he like they talk about. Like every day he showed up, every day he put on his face paint. It's just his thing, you know. Yo, so um, it is interesting because I was like, I think I could have been really sold on a Sheamus Drew McIntyre Mania match. I'll like tell that, you what, this fast lane match, the story building up to it was really fucking. Good. Yeah, they could have just built that to the title, like yeah. to Mania. It would have been great, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um. Uh, but you know, it's 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 an awkward WrestleMania. It is awkward. Yeah. It is it is sloppy. This is, it is this awkward. happens every year though. Yeah. This happens every year. Think about it. Isn't this one it's more go, awkward? They though? go into this so? last pay per view and we're like, I, I remember last year. It was just like I'm like, what the fuck? They got nothing booked. Fastlane's in the way. Fastlane happens. The Monday comes out. Bad Bunny versus Miz. Drew versus Lashley. The tag team match. The fun, like, there's humor going. Like, they're just built, bang, 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 bang. And they're just like, here you go, your Mania cards. And you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be a fun Mania. Okay, I'm kind of looking forward to this. I'm in for the bad bunny. Like, you know, it's it's it happens well, every year. We do it every single year. We throw up our arms, and then we just go into Mania. Like, all right, you know, it is. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I think this is the worst one, though. I, I agree it happens every year. I 100% agree. Right. I think that just in terms of build... And to be fair, they're doing two nights for the first time. No, uh, it happened last year. What? Two nights live, but they did two nights last year. I forgot that last year. Dude, that was such a fucking blur. I know. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. I was like, actually, I said that out loud, and I was like, like previously, and I was like, wait, did they do two nights? Or was that just a thing? But then you remember they they did. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Um, Uh. Yeah, you are right, but whatever. This time they they're doing it in live again. live crowd tonight. <laughs> this time they're yeah. doing it again live crowd. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's just this one's a little jank. That's all I'm saying. Now that being said, I do think the card is fun and good. Um, I'm kind of like okay not going though. That's kind of the weird um, thing is that like completely cool not going right like I'm I'm cool not going like because it's it's just... there is that FOMO you know we've been to it we've been planning it like I'm like oh I really want to get there like and go and then I yeah. see a lot of cool stuff that's happening but also Florida like they Period. like it look it looks like it's like they, Florida Miami's like like the world seems like it's burning down over there like in the streets at night like with partying and stuff and people going crazy it's so it's spring break right now you combine yeah. that with a whole bunch of crazy wrestling fans in Tampa I think it's going to just I I'm cool man I'll go yeah. to Dallas next year Yeah I'm definitely going to Dallas or wait for okay. SummerSlam Let's finally get to this break costume uh and Newman I'm going to let you lead because this feels like the most Newmany thing to ever happen in in wrestling but so, uh, yeah, Br- Bray Wyatt made his triumphant return, yeah. uh, his vengeful return to uh, uh, at Fastlane, um, and he he had a new costume, a charred new costume, Newman. 
What did you think of the match? Yeah. And what did you think of the Bray costume? And what do you think of the storytelling of, of, of the Bray RK, uh, Randy thing? You know? Okay. I mean, the match, loved it. Um, the We need more spooky things, fireballs, uh, mm. weird viscous liquid like i said a couple years ago i was like the, the bray wyatt needs to be like the lights need to be going out and his opponent needs to suddenly be like in the corner of the ring with like a fucking dead crow stuffed in his mouth like i need <laughs> i need more horror in in this shit right? right and they and i think that alexa is doing a fantastic job uh randy's awesome for like playing along with all this because he's sort of always been like a just a more straightforward like uh character right um, the I fucking lost my mind when the fiend came back and when he came through the fucking uh, floor and we saw his face all melted. The one yeah. like milky blue contact is sick. Um, yeah. The only thing I'm like about is like the the bodice, like the yeah. whatever he has on. Like I'm not what about too the bubbly, bubbly burnt hands too. The all the uh, creature effects yeah, okay, on his gotcha. face and his hand. I love. I love that he sort of taped together like there was like mm. almost like duct tape on him and shit like i think that's cool right um but uh this but then the, yeah but the storytelling this is great we don't ever get this we don't ever get a story that like pays off right. let alone one that like builds to something i would have just liked more of it to be involved with the shows leading up to this point because you really had to like watch and find like find the shit and then like to like keep along with it yeah. so i think it should have been front and center more um, but yeah, in terms was, of the body, you're yeah. saying like, I don't know why they didn't just make it like a burnt version of what he wears. Right. You know right. what I mean? Uh, I guess because it's it's a tank top is what he wears. But yeah. Why not have the jacket? You could have had like the burnt jacket look or whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, but also it's not a big deal if he like such a put on thing. clothes, right? Right. Like I was thinking about it like he if he's burnt up he could still put on clothes. I guess it's, it, let him it put did, on clothes. It, did, it, did, it didn't look amazing. Like it, it like it was just it, a little eh, okay. I didn't but care was, though. I didn't care. But was... I see why people are upset by it. But like man, I was reading on Swamp Facebook like uh, uh, like people are really ripping into it. And you're like, yo, you you have to. There has to be a line where you have fun. Like there has to be a line. No, no, no. no they can't have no, fun not because, it's not, because it's not exactly precisely. As the way they mm-hmm. think it should be, so mm-hmm. it's bad. Yeah, it's like, do you, like, do you, do you guys understand what, like, how hard what WWE does? Even being like this billion dollar company, like, I always, the physical mental errors is the whole thing. Like, mentally, their head was in the right place here. Right. Right. Physically, the costume didn't come together in time perfectly. Right. Mm-hmm. Let that go. That's the sparklers in the AEW situation. Plus, you're Mentally, dealing with they the... booked an awesome match. Physically, the sparklers are off on live television. You know what I'm saying? That's barely though. Like, I think that's barely the level of like the sparklers not going off. Like, it's yeah. just a slight, a slight stylistically. It's a, it's a choice right. stylistically that is slightly off from what I would prefer. Right. And that's all it is. And uh, look at the, sp- the sparklers not going off. The beauty of it is you have another show to fucking work it and change it, you know, to make it make it make sense, you know, and that's what they did on AEW. I would expect that Bray seems to be the creative director in all this, and he has the free freedom to do the things they want. So this isn't the last step for the fiend. I think we're gonna keep this is gonna keep evolving. Does it it 
along the timeline of Bray, like I don't think he's ever going to go back to original Bray, right? I think this right. is just going to keep evolving into something else and we're going to keep getting this over time. Like I think this is a huge universe now that we it's like a branch off of WWE and uh yeah, I, I don't know what's next, but I'm I'm excited about it for fucking Mania. Are we going to get a cinematic match? Uh, I mean, or do we get a lot because they got the live crowd? They do something. I, yeah. I don't I don't think they're playing a cinematic match. I think they're going to do something closer to what they did with uh, like, f- uh, Abu Dhabi, like with the Rollins. Uh, you, you know what I mean? I don't think the other thing I noticed, too, is that Alexa Cup wrestles in a purple light and Fiend wrestles in a red light. So I like how they have their own like style, like style thing. You know, I never realized that. I was like, oh, shit. I just realized Alexa's been in this purple light when she fights as this character. That's fucking pretty awesome, you know? And then the Fiend shows up, and it's now it's it's like a combination of the two of them. Yeah, it I was cool. It. it was definitely, like, it was definitely not a perfect situation. I also, see, like, all right, here's my big gripe with it. I think it's fun. I'm excited for the match. I'm the guy who liked the House of Horrors match. I like the projections, you know? I also think that in the next couple of weeks, we'll see Fiend cut promos likely. That'll be pretty cool like that. I guess we don't see Sweater Bray for at least a while, right? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, so I don't know what that means. But uh, <laughs> the small things with WWE that I'll never get. It's like I'll never get how you had like a couple months without Fiend. You kind of had Alexa sitting in the middle of like uh, it's not a pentagram, right? Right. It's just a star in the circle. And they couldn't drop lines that were like, all I need, like, just like, what if the story was, the only thing I need to bring back Bray is a drop of Randy's blood, right? Right. And Some then Sabrina, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch type shit. Like, like that. So you have one little thing that is like one motivation, like, right? One goal. Like, and then in that match, Alexa just had to get his hand, prick it, get the blood, and then we see Fiend, and you're like... You, you you'd be you'd follow it a little more. Right. I'm not saying that that's a spitball idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it always feels like you're watching the same thing over and over, as opposed to a story like a story progressing. You right. know? Well, that's what I mean by. And, and it's just, I, it's just, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm just saying that that's the stuff I don't get because they have a writer's room. Right. So I don't know why why not have things be a little fine tuned. You know? I, I mean, that's because I don't disagree with you, and that's what yeah. I meant with. Um, I wish that it was more prominently featured more often in the shows week to week because right. like you it's tough to do that when you give Alexa th- 2 minutes to do something and then we don't see it again for the rest of the fucking episode. Right. Uh instead of like 5 or 10 minutes every episode constantly hammering that like her like mission to get the fiend to come back if you just give it if you gave it more space they would have been able to tell that story right. better and i think the more you actually engage people over if you go for uh frosting over cake or you go for spectacle over story right mm-hmm. then people are really analyzing the spectacle so right. like when you have it where if you if you have it where it's like oh let's see the, the focus of fiend coming back was his costume Right. What's he going to look like? Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, Fiend's back because these course of events happened. Right? right. You know what I mean? Then you wouldn't even really, you wouldn't care as much. You'd be like, that felt so satisfying. That's how I felt about the AEW Sparkler thing where I was like, the Eddie Kingston moment like was so killer that I didn't give a shit. I guess, uh, you know. I would even take it a step further and I would have Alexa start to like 
like retcon things that happened to other superstars in their matches that start to fulfill this prophecy of him coming back. Like Ali uh, getting uh, attacked by retribution, right? Yeah. She has like a tarot card. She's like, oh, the foolish king. He blah, blah, blah. And then they show a clip of like him getting, and That'd then it's like, sick. oh, this other That'd match. So and then it's like, oh, all this stuff happening in this universe. Now the stars are aligned and he's back. That would that's be so, what I would that do. would be so sick. They'll never do, that's so, run. they're so, they're way too run and gun for that. But right. that being said, I'm, I just love Bray. I think he's so cool and fun. <laughs> I think we could be getting something yeah. even more like along the lines of, they might be going since it's Randy again. Now you have to start thinking about the history of where this is going to lead to. Maybe we got back to the sister Abigail stuff, the resurrecting of another being or some kind of shit. I think there's, I'm telling you, I think we're just scratching the surface with this new era now. And like, we have two, two more raws to kind of build this. And I think that's the perfect amount of time before mania for them to do this stuff. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think like, I mean, fuck it, dude. They need to like put, I'm like I'm geeking out over this now. They need to put yeah. like uh do some like uh, uh true detective time as a flat circle shit where like the fire that he used to burn the fiend was the fire See. in the house that he burnt down and it's all happening at the same time and the, the fiend gasoline. was in the grave and the gas they just come on. Right. It's all there. How funny was it when Randy yeah. smelled the gasoline? He was like, Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that's real and then he was like <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's good shit. High octane. Uh, yeah. Now, Smell some of this. <laughs> I guess it's just that when it comes down to it, we the the lead up of Orton Bray for Mania Thirty Three was again another frosting no cake situation. Like yeah. it was like cool. He like burnt down a whole fucking house. You know what I mean? Like it was like he like in front of in the jeans. house and like and we still don't know like what Sister Abigail was. We still well, like it made no sense, you know? Well I think, you know, right? Wouldn't we think like this is they're still telling this story, right? I mean we're here again. We're right back where where they were, right? So Tell now it's like circle. He's I been guess, always sure. sure. He, I'll give you that. I mean, I think this has been Bray's story this whole the Fiend story this whole entire time. It's like get revenge on for Randy for burning down the shit, right? They've heard him with the fire, they've heard him with his own weapon, and now we're, you know, we've seen the burnt down uh, fucking house picture on in the Firefly Funhouse. I think it's always just been about getting back to Randy, you know? Didn't the Fiend, or didn't Bray Wyatt like uh, uh, telegraph the fiend like over the course of like a year with like cryptic tweets and shit. Didn't isn't that something that happened? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. way right. back, like yeah. way way even he was further back. For, uh, Forever he was working on it for a very long time. He was pitching it a, like I, yeah. This is stuff I I've heard. Is like he, you know it was all his thing that he was like let me try this thing you know yeah well that's what i'm saying like the insurance policy of it all is that okay you just have to believe that this has been the story and it's not done and then we're gonna know when it's gonna conclude it's gonna come down to the end the final chapter and he'll either probably leave wrestling or go somewhere else you know and we get a new version of him yeah we'll see we'll see where it goes i mean he's regardless it's a good time you oh, know yeah, for sure um uh Let's talk about like maybe the worst thing in wrestling history, which is All the right. Shane McMahon Braun Strowman feud. Oh my god, dude! I mean, is there, I I can't think of anything worse. To be honest, I'm having a hard time. Um, like I, I in recent mystery, like I think it's things far back, but I mean, they're really. This was Shane McMahon singing like a a, a Braun Strowman is stupid song with Elias. I mean. Iced Elias to such a high... I mean, it made Elias look like a fucking idiot. 
This is a guy who was as hot as can be at one point. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what to say. It, it, like it gets worse and worse every second. It's in, it's it's. A, I feel embarrassed for Shane watching this. I feel bad for Strowman who is in the fucking zone. Do you yeah. see what this guy looks like? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they gave I'm him even... choo-choo music when he runs around the train now. Oh my fucking god, dude. <laughs> They gave him fucking choo-choo music. Now when he's running around the ring, they fucking play a sound. All aboard. Chugga, chugga, chugga. I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that. Oh, my God. Strowman the pain engine. They can't give this guy a fucking good match at Mania? I mean, they gave him a nine-year-old son of a referee. Son of a bar mitzvah photographer. I mean, like, like I... I, I I'm like just blown away. That's a great dude. gimmick, though. Son of a it's, it's it's, my gimmick. First of all, what a line! Uh, Put it on a T-shirt immediately. Um, <laughs> but like you know, it's just like I I what is it, man? Like listen, I we, I just was watching some old clips and like when Shane's around and the McMahons are doing the full McMahon. If you're gonna do the McMahon things, go all out. Instead, what I'm getting is are are you does Shane have a problem? Like. Was this him saying, I want to match at Mania? Like, just tell that. Say that. Right. Be, show that. Just be like, Shane is a spoiled rich brat. He came to Vince. He wants a match. And he said, well, you're going to have to find a way. And he pissed off the biggest dude in the room and got him. See, Dad? I got a match. I told yeah. you I could do it. I just, I, I, <laughs> I can't, man. I fucking. It's so, it's just, so, it's inexcusably terrible. Yeah. And, the, and again, it's another frosting cake moment, right? So they uh, Dan, haven't done anything. What? Did you see well, Shane's say, shirt? The Stupid oh, Express? Stupid. Yeah. Oh. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you saw someone wearing a Stupid Express shirt, would would you think they are a member of the Stupid Express? <laughs> the conductor. Or would you think that that's about somebody else? The motherfucker's driving the Stupid I, I, Express. I don't, honestly, I've said it before. I'm, I have a hard time making fun of Shane because right, I, think could be something I think there. something's wrong with him. Yeah, well, that's what, what I'm saying. It's like it, this—that's what they're giving off. Like he has a, so a I'm drug talking problem. About writing, and right. so what I'm saying is that we talk about frosting cake, right? This match, the only there's no substance to it at all. It's the most one note. It's it's less than one note, you know. Yeah. And the only thing the only thing to save this is Shane falling off something high, which we don't need anymore. Like it's uncomfortable. It's affecting his mental state, maybe. I, mean, I don't know why I laughed. I apologize for that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not laughing. But you're laughing at, at sort of the absurdity of of the of absurdity because it. it's like his yeah. dad is controlling this, right. and his dad doesn't realize. Hey, my son's getting older. Why don't I just write him a better story, so that people don't care about him falling a thousand feet? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. Who knows? Vince is 75 years old. He squatted a thousand pounds this week. I was, uh, <laughs> I mean, he is the man also. So I don't I don't know what else to say. You know? Uh was he working out with Hurricane Helms? Him and Helmsy are, are, are yeah. squatting thousand pounds like over yeah. here, like no big deal. I love it. <laughs> oh! And they're in that fucking Titan Towers gym yeah. that has like the neon, you know, like oh God. I mean, I I've never even seen that squat machine. Like, you know, that kind of machine. I, I don't even go to gyms that have that, you know? Um it's so unnecessary for him at that age. He should be just walking on the treadmill. You know what I mean? But anyway, look, 
get some coll- get a nice source of collagen, do some walking yeah. on the treadmill. It's just crazy, man. It's just wild. Yeah. All right, we're, we're gonna get out of here. Last thing I'm gonna say is just a New Japan thing. Obviously, I don't keep up on New Japan. I wish I could. It's just whatever. But uh, I, I, you know, I follow their Instagram and stuff, and that's why, I, like, I'll look into stuff. But, um, so Will Osprey won the New Japan, uh, the what's it, the Junior Super Junior? I don't know what the fuck, New Japan Cup. He he won that ridiculous looking trophy. Did you see it? It's like a, it's a, yeah. like a, it's like a crown it's like wedding a wing. cake. It's like a wing, right? <laughs> it's, it's no, like a, no, a no, not that one. The wing the one he's had. This is oh. a crown wedding cake. Like it's, it's like. It's like everything they do is right out of Final Fantasy, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it's like I can't go in front, but it's huge. It, whatever you could look at the video, but so he um what's going on here? What's going? On? Oh, so he uh okay, so he so uh, Osprey cut a promo after and apparently he gave his finishing move to the wrestler he was going against. Then he gave his finishing move to his girlfriend. Right, what's her name? B Priestley. Yeah, and then called a promo, just being like, "I, I, like, just to let you know, like, I, the only thing, I, my number one priority is the title, even over my, my girlfriend, you know." <laughs> and I was like, "But like, you're like, all right." On one hand, you're like, "All right, it's kind of fucked up," but you're like, it, "It does prove a point, which is, you know, it's wrestling, so it's he's giving a wrestling move to another wrestler, right. so you know, let's not look at it too far. I don't think." But then also, it's Osprey's finally he's talking he's calling out Kota Ibushi, mm-hmm. like this guy's ready to be like the top guy over there already, right? Like I'm surprised it's taking so they long. They love him over. They love Isn't him over he there. Like 230 pounds. Now he's gotten too. beefed up. The thing I love in New Japan, he's like, yo, I came in. He's like, just like Kota Ibushi, I came in as a junior, and like now I'm a heavyweight. They deem themselves heavyweights. It's one of the things I love in New Japan. They're yeah. like, now I'm a heavyweight, and they literally put on muscle to. To move up, you know, they, they try to beef up to, yeah. to be a believable heavyweight. You know, New Japan. They the thing about New Japan is that there's so much, this there's so many layers of what they do, so many facets of it that I wish would just plug into WWE. You know, well, yeah. Look at AEW. I mean, it's plugged yeah. into AEW. I know. I mean, that's it literally like is. AEW. It is plugged into AEW. Literally, like I mean, and that's why we love AEWs because yeah. it takes that little bit. It doesn't take the whole format. It like sprinkles it on top, you know, like it's perfect. Here's my other thought, random thing. Have we ever seen an AJ Rollins feud? I, I don't like remember one. I feel like we have. It had to have happened. I'm sure we've seen matches, but have we seen an AJ Rollins feud? No, I don't think so. No, because they never really cross paths because Rollins was never really the champion when AJ maybe AJ was the champion at the same time that you know be re- Rollins versus Rollins versus style uh styles and money in the bank right that's right I, I was Universal there I was, not, I was in the arena for that match Universal, no, Universal title, title? for the red for the red yeah, title on wwe.com Universal title match, WWE Who Money in the Bank oh, 2009. Seth was the champ. The oh, Seth was the champ. He just beat Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we haven't got a proper feud between right. those two. I was there. I need. Anyway, all right. Let's get out of here. We talked about a lot. I look, um, we're gearing up. Sasha, I like when she slapped Bianca in the face. We didn't mention that. That was fun. Um, clearly, Bianca was like, just fully hit me. 
which I always dig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drop the two and knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not really look like the ESD. And we're starting to see what night one and night two looks like. It's looking fun. I mean, it's gonna be really fun to watch Mania. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited for it. I hope they get this stuff together. I mean, the Shane Braun thing. I don't know what to say. It's some things happen in wrestling that are just so embarrassing. You that's, you hope your significant other doesn't walk by the screen when it's happening. You that's a I mean? match for <laughs> the Shane. That's a match for the Shane f- fans, like yeah. only. It's like if you're a Shane Mark, I mean, you're gonna be going crazy. Anyway, what's going on in AEW NXT uh, uh, tonight, uh, Tulo? And then we'll, we'll, you know, we're gonna talk about it on the bonus episode. But what, 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 what are we looking forward to? Uh, well, hmm, I'm trying to think. Uh, AEW, they're all in the builds. Oh, we have John Silver versus Darby Allen. I hope John Silver wins the TNT title. That's a match tonight that I'm lo- really looking forward to. Okay. Uh, the women's division is starting to heat up. Uh, I think Ty Conti versus Nyla Rose. A uh, bunch of good yeah. tag team stuff. There's some trios. Uh, Pentagon and Phoenix are with Kid Laredo versus the Bucks and our favorite Brandon Cutler. Uh, <laughs> but I'm yeah, Kenny I'm excited. Cutler. But Kenny was just on Impact and Cut. If you haven't watched it, make sure you watch that. Uh, and if you haven't checked out, also AW Dark Elevation, Dan. Yeah. Uh, give it a give it a go. It's actually a really good show. They Paul do a White lot of. Involved? Paul White and Tony Schiavone are incredible announcers. Really fun. They give you, they drop so much character work into that show that it's like, it's a really nice, uh, really nice show to put on when you get a chance. I'll check it out. All right. Uh, cool. Well, we're going to get out of here. Everybody remember, uh, well, I'm going to be updating you. I'm here in Hawaii. Wow. That was a good escape for talking about wrestling with you guys. I appreciate hey, that. No problem. Uh, I'm waiting to see if I got a tournament match coming up. I'm going to be training. I'm sharpening up my, frankly, I mean, shouldn't even say this, but because I don't want any, like, any op research on this, but uh, I've been sharpening my stunner lately. Mm. Um, watching tapes, working with a couple guys. I'll keep them. Yeah, I said I wouldn't mention who they are here. Uh, it's pretty much deadly at this point. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting ready for some more tournaments here in Waikiki. I'll be in the LaCroix Hotel hiding out. Um, and, uh, yeah, until I go. But stay tuned to the Facebook group. And uh, the Twitter at cow at c o w podcast, uh, Twitter and Instagram. But the Twitter breaks news first, by the way, just so you know that. And um, and then the Facebook group, you know, keep keep your eyes peeled leading up to WrestleMania uh, for updates on the King of Iron Fist tournament. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna take it fucking home and bring the cow title back, and I'll I'll be flying back. I'll be flying back with the title. You better. Mania weekend. So it's going to be sick. Everybody, you can support this podcast. You want our new sticker? Uh, it's dope. Check it out. It's in the Facebook group. People post pictures on my Instagram, at Dan Black Attack. You can see pictures of it. Uh, Angela Zhang made it. Amazing art. Uh, uh, get with well, limited time. I have a very limited amount of them left. So just sign up for Patreon right now, and that's all you got to do. Any level. $2 level. Whatever. Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh... Oh, one last thing. Uh, I'll I'll start announcing the Calzoom Thunderdome schedule for Mania. I'll probably next week have that for what we're going to be doing. So that's, you know, same deal. At the $10 level of Patreon, uh, we'll be watching a lot of wrestling. That, that <laughs> It's going to be yeah. crazy. I need so, to talk to you about that. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Wrestling. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kiss it. Cheers up. Cheers up.